you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. This is George Kittle, and you're listening to the El Huddle Podcast. Me gente, welcome into El Huddle. That was our boy George, aka Jorge Kittle, Jorge. getting us getting getting us going today. <laughs> I'm MJ Acosta Ruiz with the one and only Mi Familia. Will Selva with me today. Will, what yeah. a week! What, whenever we're getting ready for a championship weekend for Championship Sunday, there's like this other level of energy. Like in the mm-hmm. studio, in the sports world, even when you're talking to people on Twitter, it, it just elevates because we know we're so close to knowing who is going to be playing in the Super Bowl. What is this week? Lots, lots of anticipation, yeah. right? These are the four best teams who have been pretty much the most consistent, who mm-hmm. have the most well-rounded rosters. For sure. And we've got a lot of stars, too, playing in these games. So... For us, especially on Good Morning Football, it's just been a lot of fun hearing some of the chatter from some of the players and how they're getting up to it and how they're trying to avoid giving bulletin board material. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm ready for this. I'm I am so excited for this. 
I think we'll be treated to two really good games. Yeah. Uh, we hope you're all looking forward to our latest edition of El Huddle because we'll have Chisme, of course, mm-hmm. Buras Macanas, By Yourself, yes. Platano Power, and of course, we have a guest, and that guest being Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz. Woo! So can't wait to talk to him about the Bengals and how he thinks they're going to game plan against Mahomes and company. But first, let us take a look at this week's conference championship games. Tres, un tridente de receptores por derecha. Solitario por izquierda. Se va a quedar con ella Kurtz. Tiene el carril, tiene el touchdown. Otra vez, Jesse, hay que cantarlo. Love hurts. Porque duele. Duele. Para todos en New York, lo que hace Filadelfia y lo que hace Hurts. I didn't know that Adrián García Márquez of Fox Deportes had that range in him, right? He hit that falsetto on the lover. That was great. That's awesome. I love Nailed it. Absolutely love it. That may be my favorite call that involves a song in it. My second favorite one, you know which one it is? Which one? Kenny Pickett, Yes He Can. Yes He Can. When I heard that, I thought, that is excellent. Anytime they weave in songs mm-hmm. i'm all in and we we spoke to mark sanchez about that how he mm-hmm. has to try to balance between traditional nfl fans and of course yeah. the younger generation and how they feel about music and some of the players and everything which brings us to these games that we've been talking about starting with the chiefs and the Bengals. Oh, this can i just tell you like the matchup with the quarterbacks yep. to me seems something out of a movie so mm-hmm. Bear with me here, okay? I don't know if you ever watched the movie The Dark Knight Rises. That was the Christian Bale one, okay, and Tom Hardy as Bane. I feel as though Patrick Mahomes has been Bane for a lot of teams, right? And then I feel like Joe Burrow is Batman. It's literally anarchy everywhere. And Mm. then Bane is saying, you came back to save your city. And then here comes... (laughs) Here comes Batman saying, no, I came to stop you. And that's how I feel Joe Burrow is with Mahomes. And Burrow just has that swag. He has that 3-0 record hanging over Mahomes. And he just is so dialed in right now, MJ. It's just, it's hard to, to go against what he's done so far in his young career already. You know, you're sending me up to be controversial here with the um, Ooh, comic book here reference. Here we go. Not with the quarterbacks, but specifically with the analogy you chose here, right? With the reference with Batman. Okay. Because I... lot. Listen. Batman is not a superhero. Stop. Pause before you freak out. Uh-oh. He's an anti-hero, what? right? Like, he's like... He's a vigilante. He's out there doing things. So he's not in the traditional breadth of what you see with like superheroes out there. So I say that to say okay. that I think it really matches these two quarterbacks because I think there is like a little bit of a villain origin story with Joe Burrow. Like the underdog thing is almost <laughs> a cover. Like people want you to think that he's like unassuming and this young quarterback, but that little curl in the front of his in front of his hair, that's not fooling mm-hmm. me, okay? He's a little way too calm. <laughs> way too cool there's a little villain inside of him and i love that about him i really do never ever change joe shiesty because that's the x factor for him but i do think that that in some respects patrick mahomes as much as we call him a cheat code for a lot of people is like oh this guy gotta go up against him again but now 
this is this is the type of matchup where it is very very tough to pick it even with Patrick Mahomes having that high ankle sprain which by the way for him earlier in the week was not an issue he's out at practice they're trying to but nobody seems to be concerned about it at least within Kansas City right least of all Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes he's like high ankle sprain never heard of her I'm fine what are you doing? Yeah, MJ, I'm feeling really, uh, really good right now. I mean, I was out, uh, I was out there with Kelsey, and I was uh, stretching uh, during practice. So you know, I'm fine. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I, I think that Mahomes <laughs> from way too what good. we, <laughs> way too spot on. <laughs> I just wanted to do that voice so too. Good. It gave me an excuse. So yeah. thank you. Uh, we saw the video of him and Kelsey and the team, and he's stretching out. That was only the media portion that right. we saw that we knew of. And then when he did speak to reporters and he walked off, his ankle seemed to be fine in right. both instances that we saw. Now, he still has to cut. He still has mm -hmm. to plant. He still has to throw off of that back foot. I do think it is an injury that is going to hinder him in some ways because sure. what makes him so dangerous are all those freelance off-script plays. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely going to play into it. And don't think for a second that the Bengals aren't thinking about that ankle and maybe putting a little hurting on him. And maybe what they try to do is put some pressure on him early on, see how he responds. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work, then they drop those defenders that we've seen that Lou Anarumo, which by the way, I said his name. I know outside of Cincinnati, they don't want us to say it. I know. They're they like, I want him to leave. Right. But that I'm curious to see how uh, Anarumo deals yeah. with the Mahomes problem or yeah. the issue and in, in what he presents to opposing defenses. The gag is last week, immediately after he got hurt, he actually got better after the, like the yeah. completion percentage sitting in the pocket. There's there's something to be said, I think, about the adrenaline of that moment of being in that moment, especially for Patrick Mahomes. There was no way they were keeping him off that field longer than necessary to go check it out, to do the x-ray, to do all of that. He's like, fine, I get we have to go through these motions, but guess what? I'm going back out there with my team <laughs> to win this divisional yeah. round. And we saw that and he was still able to play. He's like the definition of, I could do that with my hands tied behind my back on one leg and blindfolded. Damn sure. near did that, literally. So I think also that he's a young, healthy quarterback. My mom always says, Juventud, divino tesoro. It's great when you're <laughs> young and you can sort of recover almost like Wolverine from these things. And that it doesn't seem to be as bad of a high ankle sprain as he's had in the past, which Andy Reid mentioned. Um, but there's just something about Mahomes and this competitive edge, especially when he knows what's ahead of him against this Bengals team that has been almost his kryptonite, especially in the postseason. Mm. This stuff. Yeah, we had mentioned Burrow too, and he's dealing with an offensive line where he's missing not one, not two, but three offensive linemen. And even despite that, still played so great. well, came yeah. out in a hostile environment. Mm -hmm. It's snowing in that game against Buffalo, was hitting everybody, got the ball out quickly. And before you know it, they were up 14 to nothing. And this may be a situation where Chris Jones maybe plays a big part yeah. as a disruptor here for Joe Burrow and maybe trying to take him off of his timing, but he just seems so unflappable back there, MJ. 
No, I, I think one of the things we talked about earlier this week on Total Access, Mooch brought this up, that we were so focused on the pieces, especially in that offensive line for the Bengals, that they weren't going to have, rather than like, okay, well, all of these guys are actually going to step up and rise to the occasion. So Mooch even said it. He's like, that was my bad. I apologize because <laughs> they did their job and then some. But I think it was once again another situation where the Bengals said, stop sleeping on us. Like, why? This is a you problem now if you don't believe how good we are because we put it out on the field every single week. The other game here that has me very nervous is 49ers-Eagles. The- yep, mm. at the link. Come on, Will. This is insane. Yeah, this is insane, but it's a good insane. It's a good insane, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be loud there, as we know, but it doesn't seem to phase Debo Samuel. Here's what he had to say when he was asked about the atmosphere that he's going to be facing at the link. We know it's going to be loud, uh, you know, um, but no stadium is as loud as ours. But at the end of the day, you know, they're at home, NFC Championship, they're going to be all riled up. And, you know, it don't, it don't really too much. We don't really too, too much feed into all that. You know, we put the pads on and just go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's Levi South, which is also known as SoFi Stadium. And we saw in Vegas mm-hmm. how the 49ers fans travel. But the link is a whole different animal. And there, yeah. the Eagles fans, they're on you. They are loud. They are unforgiving in how they treat opposing teams when they go there. This is going to be another situation where we mentioned Joe Burrow taking the crowd out of that game early on against the Buff, uh, the Bills. They are going to try to take the Eagles crowd out of it too if they can establish the run. But here's Brock Purdy. He's going to have to overcome yet yeah. another obstacle. He's going to have to face another test and see if he can pass it against a team that they're going to be bringing the pressure to him too. Why am I less concerned about like the team and more concerned about the fans? Yeah, Eagles fans, <laughs> y'all are, yeah, y'all so, are built yeah, so different, the, okay? Okay, so, so the fans scare you a little bit level. more then. It's at, <laughs> yes, it rightfully, is. I think. Like, they're, the intensity with which they come. Nobody comes harder for their team than the Eagles fans, especially in a postseason situation. I've seen this in person previously um, when they made that Super Bowl run. It. They won the Super Bowl that year. It is just, it it's just different. Okay, if you are mm-hmm. from the Northeast, you understand what I'm talking about. Okay, do not get in their <laughs> face. You don't want none. Don't want no. none. Don't start none. Situation. No, so no. I've been on the field, on the sideline for an NFC Championship game at Levi Stadium, and I can confirm to you, it is going to be a different type of loud in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. But I am to Debo's point. I do think that the Bang Bang Niner Gang is going to show up in droves, but it's just it's it's tough when you're when you're not at home for something like this. Um, but yeah, it's going to be intense. <laughs> it's going to be really intense, and that's why Christian McCaffrey he's dealing with a uh, contusion in his mm. calf, and yeah. Debo also has that ankle injury, but. Uh, Shanahan has said that both of those guys that they will play, Elijah Mitchell has a groin injury as well, but those guys are all at least good to go. But those are injuries to monitor as they play the game, and they need them. We saw how much of a difference Christian McCaffrey has made since he's been on this team, and I think they really have to establish the run. It's just the the yeah. D-line for the Eagles. They, they're going to bring it as well, where – um, they could be disguising coverages on on Brock Purdy, trying to take him off his game, try to 
to get to him early on. And that's where it's like the 49ers are going to have to try to uh, overcome that. And then on the other side, you know, the running game for the Eagles is really effective yeah. as well. And I think Jalen Hurts is the one where if you run some RPOs, that leaves someone like Nick Bosa out there in no man's land. And then he has to decide who, how he's going to play it. And that's going to be another great matchup, too. That's why these, these are two teams, MJ, that are just really deep with their rosters. I just think that the Eagles may have the edge in terms of being totally complete. That's what I was going to say. I think the balance there. And I think, truthfully speaking, Jalen Hurts is another X factor for the Eagles. We've been so impressed with how Brock has performed thus far. He's been steady. He's been poised. He has not been rattled, even though we even saw it um, in, in the last round where the Cowboys were getting to him. He shook it off and kept going. Right. He knows what the role is, and he knows how to keep everything sort of controlled in that aspect. But you cannot discount a man in Jalen Hurts who is an MVP candidate now officially, right? Because that was released mm -hmm. earlier this week. Yeah. Um, and how he's played and how he's progressed. He has way more experience. Like, that is something to keep in mind. Now, if Purdy goes out there and lights it up, get that get the screen screenplay writers ready. All right, because the movie's coming. Because <laughs> the movie's coming. But you you have to give credit where there was a reason why this Eagles team was undefeated for so much of the season. There's a reason why they are hosting the NFC championship game at their stadium. This is a very good team. And you have the one and two total defenses in the league with the Niners and Eagles respectively. So this is about as as closely contested matchup as you could ask for with two very complete teams at every stage of the game. I love this for us. This is going to be great. This is going to be great because you have stars on stars too. Like mm -hmm. I can't wait to see how Eric Armstead is going to do against Jason Kelsey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, these guys are at the top of their games. Who is going to blink in that stare down between those two? I, I think there are a lot of matchups out there with Debo facing Darius Slay. Like, how's that going to go? And how's IU going to, to perform yeah. against uh, Bradbury? I mean, there's so many of these matchups which yeah. are going to be fun to see unfold and there's going to be some nervous energy for sure. Are you kidding me? But Absolutely. it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be me. fun. I'm the nervous one. Oh, you're you're lot. the nervous energy. Yeah. So everybody else is going to be calm. Everyone else is fine. So that no. is what we know <laughs> about these um, matchups. But there are also things that are rumiating throughout the NFL because we've got lots of gossip, lots of chisme to get to this week. <gasps> yeah, all right. What do we got? All right, let's start got? with the Cowboys. I'm sorry, Dallas. Season is over, but Jerry Jones has come out and said that Mike McCarthy and Dak, both their jobs, are safe. But he did cancel that weekly radio spot that we all look forward to um, every single mm. week. Could this be a sign of things coming, of, of changes coming down the pipe? I will say our very own Jane Slater uh, was posting earlier today on Twitter. She's like, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like McCarthy is safe. But you never know. That's like this is the point of the year where emotions are still running high after a divisional round exit. You just don't know what's coming down the pipe. What do you think, Will? 
I think that they've already started to make some changes where mm. they let go of four assistant coaches. Mm. So we know they have made some coaching changes. I know there is a groundswell for them to do something about Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I think based on the final plays of not only this particular game against the 49ers, but the one last year against the 49ers where they had a hard time with the clock management right. and getting a play off. So I think those two plays are the ones that are giving the the uh, enemies, the ones yeah. that hate on Mike McCarthy fuel to see him go. I have not seen any indication from Jerry Jones at all that he would be making a move from Mike McCarthy. So there's that, although it gives me some pause where I think, listen, Jerry Jones is not getting any younger and how long is he going to go with this yeah. where the results are still not coming or still over 30 years, still waiting to see them make it to an NFC championship game. I don't think they're going to move on from Dak Prescott. I no. do think that he needs to be in an offense, which fits his skill set. Uh, I think he was in the wrong offensive scheme this year. Do I think he played poorly in the last game? Yes, I do. Just looking at those interceptions and it felt like he was pressing a lot. So I think, that offensive issue with the quarterback, I think Dak is going to stay. I think they're going to need to get uh, a different offensive philosophy. And then I think from Ezekiel Elliott's contract, they're going to have to move on from him. They have to consider what they're going to do with Tony he Pollard. He did not look the same last week, by no. the way. There was like, it was almost like no. his eyes were glazed over, right? Like I was like, do you, do you want to be there, Zeke? You good? You yeah, right? you can see it underneath his visor, right? Mm -hmm. You can see it underneath his visor. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and Tony Pollard gets hurt, so so that's worse. Uh, the uh, horrible timing, and not only for the team but also individually because for him specifically. He, yeah. Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but we've seen how dynamic he is uh, as a playmaker. And then the other thing is MJ; they need to get another wide receiver to 100%. really scare the other defense. I mean, I think they thought that Michael Gallup would be that way. Coming off an injury, he just didn't look the same yeah. either. Lacked that juice, and it just felt like it was CeeDee Lamb or bust. I know. I was hoping that that OBJ situation would come out, but the, his clinicals were just not where they were happy with there. I also think defensively, yeah. Dan Quinn's getting a lot of buzz for head coach. Yeah. So that could be a huge Great point coming from for them on that side of the ball as well. So I, I think any way you slice it, there is going to be some transition this year for sure in Dallas. With whom and how that looks? Well, we got the whole offseason to talk about that, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. But do. MJ, to, to your point, though, and that is excellent point, is that Dan Quinn's getting a lot of run in all these – Yep. Uh, head coaching interviews, right? What if he gets offered a job I mean, and he goes back it. to Jerry Jones right. and he says, hey, look, I've got an offer in hand. Are you going to offer me something? <clears throat> what are we doing here? Um, I never want to be in charge of something like that. Let me just put it that <laughs> while I just talk about this stuff. Speaking of head coaching, someone that we've yeah. seen on the broadcast side of things as of late, him and a cast of thousands, if you will, over at Fox, uh, Sean Payton has yet to receive a coaching offer. 
the Saints reportedly want more than just a first-round pick um, to sort of yeah. release because they still own the rights to Sean Payton. Which team has the picks and the, the capital and maybe even the panache that Sean would want to acquire him from the Saints? I think that the longer this goes, I think the less likely he is going to coach yeah. this year. I think he's going to wait this out. Mm. And personally, he's I, kicking it here in Los Angeles. He's fine. He's got a great suit. He's great suit. He is kicking it by the beach, enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, working with Gronk. <laughs> and I think that he's probably going to wait out and see yeah, what the so. situation, uh, how the situation develops here in Los Angeles between both teams. Mm -hmm. I do believe that with Sean McVay and deciding whether he wants to stay or not, that could be an attractive option. However, the Rams are facing some big contracts, not a lot of draft picks. There's certain things that they have to overcome, but it is in Los Angeles. I think the more attractive job is the the job that has Justin Herbert as, as hmm. your quarterback. Um, and based on what had happened against the Jaguars, I know there's a lot of disappointment. Also, Brandon Staley is looking to make some changes on uh, his staff as well, starting with the the offensive coordinator position. Um, so I think that Brandon Staley is feeling some heat, and I think that I think that Champagne is just like sitting back there and thinking, "Hey, if things go south here right. with either team, but in particular the Chargers, that might be the ticket for me." I'm try I was trying to look up how much this like Fox deal was as well for him or his broadcast deal, if you will, for Sean Payton. What did you come up with? That's another got anything? I'm trying to see who's got the deets. Who's I did, wasn't it something outrageous? Or am I thinking of Tom Brady's 100? Well, Brady's is pretty yeah. outrageous. Yeah. I mean, his is over 300. It's, uh, to, mil. Be, to be honest with you, well, it's hard to keep up with how much these guys are getting paid to be on TV. Um, but 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 Sean Payton Sean Payton clearly wants to to get in. But is yes. is Denver the the best place for him? He's has he has to then accept the fact that Russell Wilson is his quarterback. You know I could see where Denver is saying, "Hey Sean, listen, we were trying to help out Nathaniel Hackett so much. We brought in somebody to help out with the clock management, and and money was not an object for us. Right. So anything that we need to do." will do so maybe he's thinking those deep pockets from the broncos new ownership maybe is is enticing him maybe he thinks he can he can help out russell wilson russell wilson actually looked like himself in that final game but obviously that was uh, too little too late maybe he's looking at that maybe he's looking at arizona and saying well kyler murray again can i get the most out of him because that's the yeah. other thing that we were saying about kyler murray in the offense the offense didn't even this seem is, to this is suit him or fit him <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I think like these, there's so many possibilities here now, though. That if I'm coach, coach, listen, coach. After 15 seasons, everything that you've done, everything that you put in in this league, get you some more suits, some nice ties, a few pocket squares. Go talk about it on TV. Come join us. Come on the El Huddle podcast. <laughs> let's let's talk about it on El Huddle. How about that? I'd be tired. I'm tired listening at these options, all right? I can't imagine coach. Can he live? Can he live? Well, Will, Chisme never sleeps, does it? Um, nope. Coming in right now are Ian Rappaport reporting the Panthers are hiring former Colts coach Frank Wright as their new head coach. I mean, this is coming from Rappaport. 
she and from Tom Pelissero. I mean, how cool is this? The organization's first QB now becoming their head coach. I I really like this. I like this. I think this is an interesting fit. Yeah, the first coaching domino has now fallen. We'll see where the other pieces fall, but I like this fit a lot. Uh, I wonder who his quarterback is going to be. Mm, I mean, we saw that they had Baker Mayfield, then he ended up going to the Rams, and then they went with P.J. Walker. But it seemed like Sam Darnold really turned things around. Like, he was really living up to the potential that many people thought he would have in this league. So how he handles that um you know, the, that quarterback situation. And I have to say that the team played extremely hard under the circumstances with Matt Rule getting fired early in the season. So right. he does have pieces to work with there. There's still a lot of work to be done, but no I do question. think it starts with the quarterback position and is he sold on Sam Darnold and working with him. But that team was very resilient, as we saw. 100%. Granted, it was a weak division that they played in, but they were in it until really that the last couple of games of the season. I mean, I, I think what was interesting by the Panthers is that we saw them sort of pull quite a few upsets. At, to one point, we were like, okay, right. wait, wait a minute here. Are they going to take this division? Um, so I think there, there's something of a tipping point there where this can be very exciting. And it, it, he's not starting from scratch, from zero, right? The quarterback position is certainly a right. huge piece that they'll have to figure out. But, like, if I'm a young QB... I'd want to play for Frank, right? Like, I think yeah. this is great. So good for you, Indy. Or good for you, Carolina. This is great. Yeah. Bad for you, Indy, though. Right. I'll say that cool. because the All way right. things went down there was not great. Not So no. glad that he landed on his feet and we'll see what he does with it. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ingresa Piran como corredor en lugar de Mixon. Burrow tiene que moverse en la bolsa, pase flotado, completamente solo, Chase, touchdown de Cincinnati. Los bengalíes pegan primero y se colocan arriba 6 a 0. Enrique Barrac, Televisa's <laughs> very own with the call there. And speaking of the Bengals, we're now joined by Hall of Fame lineman and Bengals legend. Let's, Let's go. get warm. El Huddle. <laughs> Welcome to the one, the only, Anthony Moon. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you. It's good being with you. How you doing today? Hey, doing we great. are better because we're with you, Anthony. Well, and this is an exciting time for Cincinnati, especially with Joe Burrow and company and how they're playing. But let me get this straight, though. Because right now, the Bengals are considered the favorites. Then you look at the win probability, and mm -hmm. it has the Chiefs as the favorites. You know, the <laughs> Bengals like to have that underdog role. They like to wear that coat. <laughs> so, yeah. in your opinion, what are the Bengals? The underdogs <laughs> or the favorites? Well, you know what? It's always nice to be the underdog right now. I'm going to say the Bengals are the hungriest. That's what, that's what oh. You know, this team is amazing because last year before the playoffs, people were saying, well, what about the lack of playoff experience? And I said, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs, but this football team is so confident in themselves and in each other. I don't know if playoff experience matters. And it's funny. My wife and I were driving the freeway yesterday. She said, so what do you think is going to happen? Sunday. I said, you know what? I said, Didi, I don't know, but now with this team, I just expect them to win. I think, right. you know, they have the talent, the ability, physical ability, and the mental discipline to, to win games. So, you know what? It's just a, a different culture, you know, underdog, not underdog. I'm just kind of, I'm throwing that out the window. I love mm -hmm. that. And I you, love it. we were talking here before we got going, um, Anthony, but I want you to share this with everyone else because you have high praise for Joe Burrow, not just from what you've seen on the field, but what he brings to, 
to the organization from your conversations with him i assume what is it that impresses you so much about him well i've had very few conversations to be honest uh you know with covid when he got here right. and i do the preseason games there's been a little uh communication but one of the things i i right away the first time i met him he appreciated the older players and the legacy of the guys being yeah. around he said we need more of the the guys that have played here around so i know He's all about the legacy, the tradition of a football team. And then for me to see the way the guys react to him and just the body language and to read certain things about the guy, they just love playing for the guy. And I think the one example that I keep going back to was a couple years ago when Riley Reef came in from Minnesota as a free agent, right tackle. He went to dinner with Joe the night before. Then the next morning is when he signed with the Bengals. And he said, you know what? I had dinner with this guy. I had to play with him. Um, that's a second-year wow. quarterback that he was talking about, and you have a 10-year yeah. veteran offensive lineman. So to me, that speaks volumes about his leadership characteristics, his leadership qualities, and just who he is as a player and as a person. And, and you know, he's been so great whether the offensive line has been effective or ineffective or dealing with injuries. Yeah. Last game, he was without three offensive linemen. We'll see yeah. what the uh, health status is going to be yeah. of the O-line heading into this one. How do you think he counters that weekend, mm -hmm. week out with the uncertainty on the O-line? Well, and here's the thing I, I always say, okay, you have your five starting linemen, as you mentioned, three are out. The guys that are in there are on the roster. Right. They're not on the roster just to fill roster spots. They're on the yeah. roster because the coaches believe they can play in the NFL. So when you have a line coach like Frank Pollock, you have, you know, Jackson Carmen, who is a high number two pick that it's his time to perform. He came in and did that. I just think that it was one of those things that here you got three guys coming in that have been practicing every day with the team. They know the game plan. Now it's just maybe getting in there and getting some reps in live game situations. I think Joe just, again, as he shows with everybody on the team, I really believe that he made those guys believe in the confidence that he exudes that they are capable of coming in and doing the job because that's what he does. And, you know, and here's the thing, getting back on Joe Burrow, I got two grandsons that are 11 and 13 and they're playing basketball and they're playing sports. And, you know, kids that young age have a tendency to get a little excited, a little demonstrative when they're playing. I said, guys. I said, your leaders on your team, do me one favor. Watch Joe Burrow, not the great arm or the great you know, decisions he makes, but watch his body language when things are going well mm -hmm. and when things are not mm. going well. He is the same during both situations. That's what a true leader is. He doesn't get all excited and pointing fingers and you know, really letting people see the, the, the frustration. He might be a little frustrated, but don't let anybody see that. You know, keep that demeanor even killed. And that's what he does. And that's what I recommended to my grandkids, to watch the way he handles himself as the leader of this football team. That's a perfect I thought you were gonna say with, I thought you were going to say with the way that he dresses. He's got Seinfeld sweatpants <laughs> I mean, on, you know. He's got the big white turtleneck, you know. <laughs> now, one of my grandsons might dress like that. I don't think the older one. I think the older one's a little more traditional, a little more conservative. Now, the second one, I can see him in those outfits. <laughs> <laughs> to that point, though, I think people misconstrue the whole Joe Cool persona, right? Like, part of it is the swag, the wardrobe, but the other very literal part of Joe Cool is that he is always steady. 
He is always yeah. even keel. You never see him get too high or too low. And that's yeah. saying a lot for a guy who's barely scratching the yeah. surface of his potential and just starting out in his career. If I'm a Bengals fan, yeah. I'm really excited for what's to come. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned the swag and the apparel. I mean, I can tell you, <laughs> I'm not that type of dresser. First of all, I can't find those cool clothes that fit me. I would say. <laughs> but it was hard for you, Anthony. I can tell you. When Cam Newton would come, I always was curious to see his swag and what kind of outfit he had on. So it's good that we have a guy here in Cincinnati that has that same swag in those outfits. But uh, you know what? As long as those W's keep ringing up, he's going to keep wearing those wear clothes. So that's yeah. all good. No question. Uh, last time I saw you, Anthony, was on the sidelines of Estadio Azteca in La Ciudad yeah. de Mexico for yeah. that uh, Cardinals 49ers game, which... Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. To me, that was as close to a Super Bowl atmosphere as you oh. can get outside of the U.S. We felt that energy. Um, and I think it was indicative of how much nuestra gente, how much our people not only yeah. love the game, but yeah. know the game and yeah. live the game. So as we navigate here and we get closer to the Super Bowl, um, how much have you been able to interact with the fans um, outside of that Mexico game now that we're back in the States? Um, and what do you look forward to the most when we are in a literal Super Bowl atmosphere? Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I've had the opportunity to go to like three games down in Mexico. So in fact, the very first one was it 17 years ago with right. uh, the 49ers and the Cardinals. I got to do the Cardinals, coin yeah. toss. And I came back from that game telling my friends, I think I just went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> and it was a regular season. Game. And as you mentioned, the same thing, uh, you know, when we went this last time. But the people there are amazing. They love the game. Not only just love the game, but I tell my friends, it's been a long time that they've been following American football, mm -hmm. and they are very, very knowledgeable, and which is impressive to me. You know, I've done clinics over the years, coaches' clinics, and the interaction with the coaches and those that are teaching those young men and women that just absolutely love the game. People don't realize they have millions yeah. of young men and women playing flag football down there in Mexico. So that's that's exciting for me. You know, my family's from there. My grandparents, my great-grandparents are from there. So for me to go back down there and be with the people, it's just, I mean, I, I get excited. And I was excited that I was asked back down this year. But uh, it's exciting to, to get back towards uh, Super Bowl time. The only thing, guys, that I don't like about Super Bowl time yeah, is Montana to John uh, what's his uh, Taylor, John Taylor, John Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. goal line stand. You know, because I watch those over and over during Super <laughs> Dan Bowl. Dan Buns, sixteen yeah. twenty-three. But but now that the Bengals yeah. are Fair. right on that, <laughs> knocking on the door, I get even more excited getting towards Super Bowl time. So hopefully uh, I can enjoy Arizona. I'm already going out there. I'll be out there all week. Hopefully I can enjoy it like I did last year in LA. But this year, hopefully they're there and uh, cap it off with the win. All right, well, well, Anthony, now you brought up the name Montana, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Montana's nickname, Joe Cool. People are calling Joe Burrow Joe Cool. How are you feeling about that? Do you wince when you hear that? Like, like, like do you, you break out in hives a little bit when you hear that? Or are you okay with it? Because this is Joe Burrow and not Joe Montana. Or should he be called something else? Well, you know, knowing and watching Joe and how he handles things, I feel okay with it because I don't think it's going to get to him. I think, you know, Joe wants to be Joe Burrow. And, uh, you know, I think that's cool. But you know what? Uh, hopefully, you know what, 10 years down the road, we can, 
we can say that, you know, with four rings, just like Joe Montana, that would be cool, uh, you know, to, to be able to compare the two. But, uh, you know, it doesn't bother me. I mean, there's always those comparisons. Uh, and hopefully in a year or two, people will start saying, you know, young quarterbacks that come from college and NFL will start comparing them to Joe Burrow. But I think it's pretty, uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool. I, I think he should be honored that uh, they're comparing him to a guy like Joe Montana for, you know, the career he had. Uh, um, unbelievable career that Joe Montana had. And, uh, you know, the fact that I did, I guess I did bring it up. Uh, I'm still going through counseling sessions because of the two losses. <laughs> you know, for someone that played at SC and played against Notre Dame, I cannot actually say that I'm O for Montana. That's fair. Oh. So four, oh. years in college, four years in college at USC, we were three and one. <laughs> so we beat Notre Dame three times. But the one time, Joe Montana, we lost oh. to. Uh, in the pros, two regular seasons, two Super Bowls, so 0 for Montana, but that's all right. I got, I've got so Anthony. This is this is a safe space, though. It, it is. Anytime okay. you want to talk to us, you know, hey, if you want to vent, I appreciate that. By the way, you know? I'm all about that, so I like talking about it and it helps me out. I spoke <laughs> with Joe Montana and asked him directly about the Joe Cool nickname, and his exact quote to me was, "He can have it. It's fine." <laughs> So the torch has been passed on. It's, it's awesome. not a thing over there. He That's said Joe Burrow can have it. Doesn't it doesn't surprise me, Joe. I know in Joe Montana, it doesn't surprise me that he would say he's, he's just a great guy. Yeah, a, a cool guy. And what's also cool, uh, Anthony, that we're talking about uh, Joe Burrow and how much he's meant to, to Cincinnati, but also to the NFL as well. What we're seeing here is now this new chapter of young signal callers coming through yeah. where we have Joe Burrow. Now uh, Jalen Hurts is making a case yeah. for himself. Yeah. We saw Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Uh, there's always Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and right. Justin Herbert. We'll see what happens with Bar Brock Purdy, but he's right. now entered the conversation, yeah. at least with the, the way that he's played in the last seven games. What do you think about this next generation of signal callers? Is and is this, and is this something that you've ever seen, like in the NFL? Maybe during your playing days, you mentioned Montana, and there were some good uh, well, quarterbacks that 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 you faced. But but how would you compare, like when you played, to now this new generation yeah. coming through? Yeah. You know what? I think it's great for the NFL because it is a quarterback-driven league. But think about it: when I was playing, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, mm. yeah. Joe Montana. Uh, I mean, Dan Fouts, yeah. a little before that time. But there were some pretty good quarterbacks when I was playing. Oh, yeah. I think it's great to see the new breed coming up and, you know, the faces of the NFL and of the teams. Because, like I said, it's a quarterback-driven league. Uh, and I think that you have more than just one or two. You know, it's kind of like the Brady, Manning, and, and all those guys when they were playing. But I have to add one more thing, you know, because so much of the attention is paid to Joe Burrow. And that's, I mean, we should. But you have to give Zach Taylor and this organization 100%. credit yep. for how they've turned the culture of this football team. Mm -hmm. Not only do you have Joe Burrow, but think about the weapons that he has. And all the emphasis has been on the line because of injuries. But then you have those three guys come in. But then you got Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Hurst. And then that's offense. But now you have a defense that helped Buffalo to 10 points last week. B.J. Hill, you got Reader, you got Hubbard, you got Hendrickson, you got Logan, you got Pratt, you got Hill. I mean, they Loaded. have done a phenomenal job filling this team with guys that are good guys. 
but excellent players. And a former teammate of mine, Dave Lapham, has been the analyst on radio for the Bengals for close to 40 years. He always says, when your best guys are your best players, you're probably going to be successful. And I think that's what's happened with this organization. They have that franchise quarterback, but they have surrounded him on both sides of the football with solid, solid character guys, great football the culture change, I think, is one of the yeah. biggest things that a lot of people yeah. don't talk about. You are, of course, a staple. And as Joe Burrow himself said, someone that they look to for guidance in that aspect. Anthony Munoz, thank you so much for coming Anthony, through. We always love it. Friend of the show. We appreciate yeah. you so, so much. Great. Anytime you want to come on. Thank you. Anytime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we've got a box of tissues right here. we got a box of tissues. Just waiting for you, Anthony. You know, you okay. need it. <laughs> All right, thank you. I might have to take you up on that. <laughs> the great Anthony Munoz. Thank you, Anthony. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Se mueve McKinnon en el empty. Mahomes, va al aire. Va al aire, el pase es completo y lo tiene. Marquez Valdez-Catling bajó eso para generar seis más en el reino de los... That is Miguel Goodbeats on the call via NFL Telemundo, accompanied by El Corrido de los Chiefs yes. by Tapi Quintero. I love that. You know, I have a... My family has Quintero in it, too. My ah, okay. Quintero. Yeah, are we cousins? I have to stop Maybe, doing that. This, yeah. But it feels no. that way for sure. But it yeah, that was like a collab it. with the Chiefs, an original track uh, produced by Tapi Quintero. We love that. He's love actually it. the son of Mario Quintero Lara. He's the founding member of the legendary Tucanes de Tijuana. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay. No better That's way cool. to get hype um, for a playoff run for sure. But yeah. as much as we love getting hype, we also have to know what's real and what isn't, which of course gets yep. us to Puras macanas. Puras macanas. All right, let's start with the Chiefs. Well, is Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, Joe Burrow, the new Brady Manning? Mm, well, I think I know that's every a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I think yeah. every generation needs a rivalry. To be quite honest with you, I thought it was going to be Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and I think that Joe Burrow mm-hmm. has leapfrogged Josh Allen. Yeah. So the way that these matchups have gone and the way that Joe Burrow has played, I think that es la verdad. Yo creo que esta es la verdad. I do think it's the new Brady Manning. I think that they are going to be facing off against each other a lot lot in Mm -hmm. the coming years. They've got now organizations that are firmly behind these guys. Uh, I think that... You know, we saw with like Brady and Manning, like Manning always had the stats, but Brady always had the wins. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see how this is shaping up. I mean, right now it's Burrow 3-0, but Mahomes also has Super Bowl MVP, MVP. He's got a Super Bowl title. So I think Mahomes has has more in that sense. But in terms of like head-to-head and in critical games, Burrow's, Burrow's got his number. Right. But I think this thing is in its infancy. So, 100%. but that, what do you think? You think this is I with me with on this? Or? This is the you new. Do. We've seen a changing of the guard, right? Where where all of these quarterbacks that we know, all of these rivalries that we know, have now a new iteration with these new QBs um, that have sort of morphed into the spotlight um, in the NFL. The NFL has has sort of transitioned a lot to these newer guys and and they're stepping up to give us those type of matchups and those type of rivalries and I do think it is Brady Burrow I mean fourth time they're meeting in in a high stakes situation like this come on and you're right great. we're just scratching the surface of this which is what makes it so so good all right mm-hmm. those are the newer guys eh, some guys who Called it quits and then didn't. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, rather. When asked about his future, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. had this to say on his podcast. Let's go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? 
Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. First of all, <laughs> props to Jim for staying. I mean, yes. he's a, he's he a professional. He's a pro's pro. Yeah. Um, but so I would be like, um, Tommy, I don't like your tone. <laughs> First of all, yeah, uh, but well, it is. I mean, and it's, he a was, fair, it's a fair answer too. On you know, MJ, side. but but he was calling him Scratchy because that's the nickname that he's called yeah, up yeah, for yeah, a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And in reading Jim Gray's book, I also know that the two of them are uh, neighbors in Montana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's some familiarity course, there as well. Course. Just a little context, right? But I, I love that he said. But it, it is true. If I knew what I was gonna do. <laughs> Obviously, we know this man can't stick to a decision because it took all of a month for him to unretire. Right. And I get it. Look, this is what I've always said about the Brady retirement, non-retirement situation. Um, you, you can't just abandon and walk away from something that you've done literally your entire life, certainly all of your adult life. And been as successful, more successful than anyone else like Tom Brady. And then just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with this decision and not lose sleep over it, especially after coming back. So, well, you heard the question there and you heard Brady's yeah. response. Puras macanas. Um, I don't even know where this lands. Where, which way do you think he's he's leaning towards? Uh, well, I think. Um, do you think he, he already does... knows and just said that to get people off his I, back? I yeah, puras macanas is mm -hmm, what I think. Mm -hmm. I think that he has an idea of what he wants to do. I do think that he wants to play. I think that he he didn't want to leave the way that he did mm -hmm. uh, with this Bucks performance, and they just got housed by the Cowboys. I think he has more in him, and he just doesn't know where he's going to play. But right. he wants to play, and, and it's not like you know we mentioned this before. It's like. It's not like he's he's at the end of his career where he's he, he's not able to throw the ball down. Is he able to throw like bombs? Right. No. Right. But he's still a very effective quarterback. Right. So I think that as a professional athlete, guys that we've worked with, guys that we've interviewed, guys that we know, it's hard to walk away. Yeah. So Macanas, he's coming back. It's just a matter of who he's gonna go to. All right. Well, I'm putting you to work today. Um, overtime. Mm -hmm. If you will. There you are. Um, Stop it already. Because I have a little buy or sell a situation. The people need to know these things well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for buy or selva. Nick Sirianni was informed during Wednesday's presser that he was not included in the final candidates of coach of the year. Here's what Sirianni had to say when asked about it. Oh, man. Uh, um. Hey, uh, Bob, Bob did just tell me that right when we, when we walked down here. Um, yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's something I can't control. Um, and those awards are nice and, and everything like that. Uh, I'm really happy for Jalen and, and Shane that they, that they're, that they're, uh, on that, but you know, we have obviously been much bigger things, uh, ahead and, uh, on our sites than, than individual awards. I mean, right answer for sure, yeah. but by yeah. yourself, but do you think he feels a little, a little slighted by it. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Selva on this. Mm -hmm. I mean, he does, he does have other things that are yeah. pressing right now, like of this course. NFC Championship game. He's a very philosophical guy, as we know. He's also mm -hmm. very competitive, so that's what also 
makes you hesitate a little bit. Right. Like, literally, they have basketball hoops around that uh, Phillies or uh, excuse me, around uh, Philadelphia's uh, practice facility where right. where they're breeding competition and and he likes that a lot and shooting hoops and who's going to beat who in a one on one. But I'm solving on this. I think he doesn't really care. I, I think this is yeah. not something you know where he's talking about plants and roots and and those sorts of things. You know, I, I think he's he's like I'm over it. It's like I, I need to figure out how to stop this 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 run game from the 49ers. You know? Yeah. I think he's way more focused on his team, which is something we've seen emulated in his quarterback and how Jalen Hurts talks about his leadership. And I think those things do start at the top. I, I almost thought it was really endearing that he started the answer with, oh, dang, but like in a sarcastic type of way. <laughs> right, like, right. That was kind of cute. Um, but he's right. Like, we're trying to get to the Super Bowl here. As honored as I would have been, like, i rather hold the Lombardi, quite frankly, I think is, is, is what he's thinking. So I'm, I'm right there with you, Will. I think he's fine. Just fine. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of worthy uh, finalists that we have in the category of coach of the year mm -hmm. where you can say Brian Dable. Uh, listen, people can make the case for Kyle Shanahan. He's on his third quarterback and he's back in the <laughs> NFC championship game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there's, a, there's a lot of worthy finalists there. So I think that's low on his priority list. I do think what is high on his priority list and what's high on our priority list, we were talking about superheroes. Well, there is one superpower I wish that I had. <laughs> that superpower I wish we all possessed with us. You know what I'm talking about. Here it is, give it to me. Platano power. Yeah. Uh, so I'm... we've got the celestial cone on you right now as we speak. No one can see it, but there's a celestial there. cone. It's yeah. it's there. Uh, Platano Power, uh, you have a very worthy candidate as your uh, uh, 100%. player that possesses Platano Power. Who is that? Yeah. And, and let me just refresh everybody's mind on, on what Platano Power symbolizes. Yes, Obviously, yes, in the Dominican Republic, we eat a lot of platanos, a lot of plantains. Almost, you, you can have a plantain for every meal if you think about it. But the thing about it is, I remember my abuela telling me, like, te da fuerza, right? This is to make you strong. Eat your platanos. It's going to be good for you. It's going to sustain you throughout the day. So every time I see a guy go off during a game, I'm like, he definitely had extra helpings of platano this week. So my platano <laughs> power candidate or winner, I guess, of the week is Fred Warner. And it wasn't even Good pick. close. He has been unbelievable this season. He is a true leader. He wears a green dot for the 49ers and with good reason. I mean, we've seen him. He's he's first team all pro, pro bowl selection. He led the team with nine tackles last season. I believe he leads the team all season long with that. We'll confirm. Had the interception as well, which I love to mm -hmm. see. It was definitely one of those games where he showed, I said this earlier in the week, if there was like a super like a superhero every week that every time you see him, his muscles are a little bigger. He's a little bit taller. His eyes are growing a little, glowing a little bit more. It's Fred Warner. Yeah. It's like he levels up every single week. Palatano power for sure. Fred Warner got it done yet again. Super proud of him and his devel development. I've watched him grow from when he was drafted with the 49ers as a young rookie, and he steps up in every way imaginable. Love this for you, Fred. Great job out there. And you know um, D'Amico Ryans is hella proud of his linebacker out there. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, you, you mentioned how he played last week. 
The play that impressed me the most is Tayshawn Gibson, I believe, mm -hmm. is going there on a blitz. So somebody has to cover C.D. Lamb. Right. And who is that person doing that is none other than Federico, who's Federico. there stride for stride with C.D. Lamb and breaks up the pass. Just speaks up to it speaks to his athleticism, mm -hmm. how he goes from sideline to sideline, how he is able to keep up with some of these other teams' playmakers. It's impressive. It's really impressive. Wow. So I'm glad that you mentioned it to him. And we've really seen him or seen him grow into one of the uh, best linebackers in the in the NFL. Certainly worthy. Um, which brings us now to Ipunto. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the the little uh, bow that we put uh, on the program. And for me, my ipunto is seeing these signal callers battle each other. And I don't just yeah. mean Mahomes and Burrow, which we talked about. And of course, yeah. the the um, the matchup between Purdy and Hertz. It, it's like there's history here where mm -hmm. for Purdy, there are a couple of uh, assistant coaches that are with the Eagles that are familiar with him. And Matt Campbell also uh, went to school with Nick Sirianni. So there's connections there. Six and then there. finally, <laughs> yeah, six degrees. And then also uh, talking about the, the quarterback matchup, getting to that, uh, those two faced off each other in college where they – combined for 11 touchdowns and when Jalen Hurts was with with Oklahoma and Purdy was with Iowa State and Purdy threw five uh, touchdowns yeah. and literally Oklahoma won by one and it was 41. a fun game yeah see you know somebody's been somebody's been doing <laughs> the background yeah. somebody's been on, on TA hosting and crushing and you know it's it's um so, so it's fun to see these connections, and it's just fun to see the, the next generation of, of quarterbacks. No question. And, and of course, we, we love to focus on the quarterbacks because they are sort of the superstars out there. But, well, my punto is that there's a reason why the phrase defense wins championships exists. Because as good as these guys are, the onus always falls on these defensive units to shut them down, to rattle them up, to get to them. And I think we have four defenses that are going to have to get after it at every level. It's literally to throw another cliche at you because why not? All gas, yeah, no go. breaks. All gas, yeah. no breaks for these guys. It. So my my focus is on the defenses this weekend and what they're going to do on Championship Sunday. Do not sleep on these guys. They're going to be doing a lot of work. This These games are going to be won in the trenches, no question. Y punto. Well, yeah. Yeah, estoy de acuerdo. Absolutely, 100% in agreement with your ipunto. Uh, I do believe this is another El Huddle in the mm -hmm. books. Can't wait for next week and what we're going to be talking about. Uh, MJ is always fun. Great when we have guests on. Another Hall of Famer. We've had Tom Flores on. We've had Tony Gonzalez and then Anthony Munoz, the great Hall of Famer for the Bengals. Great having him. This was fun as always. If you like what you hear, please download, subscribe, make sure to like here. Bien todo, mi gente, nuestra gente, vámonos. Yeah, let's do this. MJ, this will be fun. Can't wait see to see what week. we're going to be talking about. <laughs> see you next week. Adios.
El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, Tanner girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.